Hey there, and welcome to Just Vibin' with Brandon and Jack, starring Jack and Brandon. Um, one thing I would like to address right off the bat, we don't have a theme song, and uh, we've decided that the theme song is whatever song you, the listener, think of. So whatever song pops in your head right now, that's our theme song, for this episode at least. Uh, and welcome to episode two of The Only Season. <laughs> Brandon is still in Albuquerque, and I am still in Arlington. Uh, yep. How have you been doing? I've been doing great. Thanks for asking, Jack. Um, You're very welcome. I man. am currently out here in Albuquerque, New Mexico still. Um, yes, hanging now um, at home, um, continuing to social distance. However, um, I will be in Chicago starting in two days. Ooh, that's exciting. Where are you? Did you find an apartment or? Um, yes, I have a place and a job now. Wow, both a place and a job. He's a whole package yes. right here. They, ladies, they go hand in hand. Ladies, come get your mans. Yes, um, yes, yes, what you said. But yeah, I will be in Chicago starting Saturday, and that is where I will be for the next two months. And I'm very excited to uh, be out of the house uh, coming soon. That's fair. Yeah, I've been like, I'm going to be at home this summer. And like, I've been looking for a job. I've been looking for like an internship. And I, I'm not, I haven't gotten anything yet. But I applied to this company that like, it's just some like, it's in the same realm as BuzzFeed, but it's, it's different from BuzzFeed. Like it's in the same like, oh, like, you know, it's like an internet company. But mm -hmm. it's like, it's not like a BuzzFeed style, like writing articles and stuff like writing like, you know article about random shit like you're writing about like i applied to be an entertainment writer and basically like and then also to be a sports writer so hopefully oh wow you know, yeah i wrote i wrote an essay for each one i wrote an essay for the entertainment i wrote about um the entertainment i wrote about the evolution of survivor for sports i wrote an essay about lamar jackson and do you want to hear a crazy stat about lamar jackson give me a crazy stat about lamar crazy jackson stat. okay so in his first full season with the Ravens, this man ran for, I think, 1,206 yards, which is insane for, for anyone, including a quarterback. What's even more insane is that in the entire NFL across all players, he ranked sixth in rushing yards. That means he beat all he of them. He, and he's a quarterback. Oh, wow. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, so he beat all but five running backs. Mm -hmm. As a quarterback. As a quarterback, yeah. And he, what team? The Ravens. Oh, Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore. Damn. Yeah. Damn, that's a lot of yards. I know, I know. That's crazy, right? That means he just he just kept running. I guess. Like he never He's like yeah. he's like Johnny Manziel if he was successful, I guess. Damn. Damn. Huh. Well, I I'm not much of a Baltimore fan nor well versed on Lamar Jackson, but that sounds impressive. It, yeah. Especially for a quarterback. Yeah. I have huh. I have so what? No, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, no, I was saying, so you wrote about that for, like, as an application? or part Yeah, of application? as an application to be, like, a, uh, so basically, like, 
what the company describes is all that. Apparently, like the users of the website can like bet on the outcomes of stories, which is kind of an interesting concept, I think. Huh. Like yeah. how well they'll do? I don't know. I don't know exactly what it means. It just sounds interesting. So I'm like, all right, bet. Like, let's do it. Uh-huh. Whatever yeah. it is, I'm in, you know? That mm-hmm. kind of thing. Uh, but so, yeah, so I'm like, I applied and hopefully I'll find out, you know, that I did get it in the near future. Not much use finding out that you didn't get it. I hope so, bro. Hopefully. Hope we'll, get see. It. we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, I do have. What do you write about for entertainment? For entertainment. So I wrote about the, uh, the evolution of the game of Survivor. You know, the show. Oh. Yeah. Which, like, yeah. I love. That's I have cool. fallen off the wagon a bit recently with watching it, but I love the show. I love the concept. And basically yeah. talking about how, like, in the initial seasons, it was basically, like, you know, just, like, what would happen if we put, like, 16 strangers onto this island and just were, like, hey, yeah. you know, like, get it done, I guess. I don't know. And then, like, it became a strategic game slowly but surely until somebody kind of took that too far and kind of, like, made people so mad and it was like people were like oh he played a great strategic game he should win but it's also like if somebody's rude to you and just disrespects you as a dick the whole time you know them they're not you're not going to want to give them a million dollars so yeah that kind of brought i remember one year there was that one controversial dude that was like super mean to everyone and cutthroat and i'm not sure if he made it um do you remember when that was no, it was it was like like maybe when I was in middle school. I don't remember. Were you like if you were like ten or so, it would have been like if you're like ten or eleven. Would have been the guy I was talking about, Russell. Russell, yes, yeah, that's the name I remember. That yeah. dude like was super cutthroat and backstabby. I yeah, think. so he was super cutthroat, and the fans loved it, and they were they ate it up, and they were like, "Oh, he's gonna win, he's gonna win." And then both times he lost, and people were like, "How is that possible?" But it's like I think it's too e- it's easy if you're watching at home to be like oh like mm-hmm. mastermind but like it, you can't forget the personal aspect like these are not pawns and yep like, yep so if if somebody comes out after you and says and just is rude and just is a dick do you want to give them a million dollars no yeah yep that's an interesting like I guess like mechanic like that's embedded in it because like. Mm. To win, you have to be competitive, but yeah. to win, you also have to be, um, like, like, somewhat nice or trusting in order to, yeah. um, so, have a good image. And I think of Fabio, which was a contestant from a different, who I think won. True. Yeah. I mean, I mean now, I, yeah. I mean, yeah. Fabio won. You know. Yeah. So he was a season after Russell. Mm-hmm. So I mean, my perception, my per- per- personal opinion is that like. Now it's all about, like, your perception. Like, mm-hmm. it's about you want to play that strategic game also, obviously, but you also don't want to be the biggest threat to anyone, you know? So you want to be, like, the nice, like, you know, like, kind of a Fabio, like, just happy-go-lucky, but you also want to be making those plays. Like, you want to be making those strategic plays, but you don't... Behind the scenes. Yeah, behind the scenes, and you want people to like you. So you have to mix... Yeah. Now you have to mix jury management, like treating people nicely with being cutthroat. And where do you strike that balance is the question. I think yep. competitors have That's to- interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. How much you write on that? I wrote like, I ended up writing like 1,700 words or something. It was like, 
Yeah, because I got I got I got into it because I was like when I'm writing about a topic I really enjoy I get I get into it but when if I'm writing about a topic I don't like I'm like fuck this like I just do not wow yeah but so yeah it's a it's I think it's an interesting topic I think Survivor was I mean Survivor was the first huge reality TV show maybe I'm not right about that but I I you know I think its cultural cultural impact was huge as far as reality TV shows yeah yeah I'm my house and it was like a big thing that people in my family would talk about yeah I mean I've I've also fallen off that wagon but I remember there was at least a, an era where or it was pretty big oh yeah maybe we maybe we gotta watch it when we go back maybe we gotta back in Chicago we gotta watch it together oh yeah is it still going oh yeah they just finished up their 40th season huh wow yeah. damn is uh, Jeff still the host? Oh, yeah. Jeff Probst. Can't get rid of him. Yeah, yeah. yeah I like yeah, him. I, Some people mm-hmm, are I not see. huge fans, but I, I like him a lot, honestly. Why aren't people fans? He seems cool. Uh, I think I think he's cool. I mean, I think some of their gripes are that sometimes in the challenges, he can get a little bit like, you know, he just doesn't shut up. And I get it, but I think also, like... He's, he's a host. Like He's, he's a host. A, I, think, I think he wants some of that, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I, I, I think I can understand where they're coming from, but personally, I don't mind it, but I, I get what they're saying, you know? Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Damn. Yeah. So I, I have, um, I have an apology that I have to make real quick. Go for it. So the title of our last episode was joggers need to stop. As, right. as you may remember from about 17 years ago when we released that episode, uh, yeah, I was I was so young back then. Yeah, back when we were three, we released that episode. But so, <laughs> um, but so like, soon after we re- I re- I we recorded that and I put it out. Uh, I I love how I'm saying put it out and released as if we're like a huge thing, but like like but like that is the term, but like it doesn't true, really true. Us. But so basically, like after a couple of days after I put it out, my physical therapist because I so I broke my ankle. For anybody who doesn't know, I'm sure if you're listening, you you probably I mean you either know me or Brandon so if you know me you probably know I broke my ankle if you know Brandon you don't know me so maybe you do I don't know anyway, <laughs> anyway so my physical therapist said, my physical therapist said that I would I would need to start jogging oh nice so now I have started jogging so you played I, yourself I did play myself so now I owe joggers an apology because you are part of that group so you owe yourself an apology in a way too yeah including brandon i owe you an apology too so it's okay it's okay you know water under the bridge or Um, yeah i'm glad we could jog over that bridge later oh shit true true might have to (laughs) so you're jogging now i am i am i'm also doing like uh my family got like one of those peloton bikes which are, which oh, are great. Wow. I like it. I like it. I mean, it's kind of like, it's, it's good. I like it. I think they're running a bit of a racket because like you have to buy the, the shoes that like fit into the bike pedals or whatever, which is kind of dumb. But I, I do like oh. the classes and I like that they kind of have it guided because I think it, I'm getting a better workout than I would on my own probably. True. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean like it's, um, so yeah, I'm trying to do a bunch of different things right now. That's that's dope. That's dope. And um, are you, it's gonna be like exercising inside too in hot weather. 
Mm, exactly, exactly. With this DC humidity. Like, I think a lot of people, DC, because it's not, so obviously DC is not the deep south. But so we don't get like that dry heat that, say, sometimes uh, you get like further south. We're yeah. like, because DC was initially built on a swamp, basically, like, it's screwed. Oh, so, God, like, that's just as far as the temperature. Like, it's just like the temperature in the winter because the wind comes off the water, it's colder. And in the summer, it's way more humid because it's like, just you're right on the river so it's yeah not conditions. but but when you're jogging i assume like you just have to deal with it or do you jog at a certain time of day i mean yeah like i'll usually so i'll usually jog at like four or so or like five like like afternoon for sure i would not jog mm-hmm. at like 12 30 or like <laughs> between 12 and 2 yeah true yeah so you, you do kind of just have to deal with it you know mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's my biggest gripe with jogging right now. It's like, yeah, it's way too hot to go jogging right now where I am, unless you wake up at like six in the morning yeah. and go when it's like seventy degrees. Because otherwise, it's gonna hold in like the upper eighties or nineties all the way till mm. till night, and then I'm not gonna jog at night, obviously. So yeah, actually, well, I, haven't, you- I haven't jogged in a while. Yeah, well, you'll be in Chicago in a couple of days, so you'll be able to uh, hopefully get a little bit more of that. Yes. Yes, I'm very much looking forward to being oh, able to yeah. jog in afternoon decent weather where I don't die of heat stroke. Nice. Um, assuming that not everything, like not like the parks aren't closed or the lakefront or something like that where I can run. True, true. Oh, actually, I had a question for you. Maybe oh, my you word. Know, maybe because you worked at Ratner. Do you know if they're open yet or... As far as Ratner goes, if the university's still closed, I'm going to assume Ratner's still closed. I mean, like, I don't know. For uh, sure. I, I don't know. Um, I'll check for something for my boss later. Um, but I don't, I don't know. Damn. Yeah, sorry, bro. I would, I would probably think not. I mean, like, I think as much of an inconvenience as it is, it's probably the better of the two alternatives. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're not wrong. I'm not I'm wrong, just... but it's annoying. I get it. Yeah, exactly. Like, like, like. I was just so it's so nice hitting the treadmill indoors, mm. like doing your thing in an AC like conditioned room. But yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess that's true. Damn. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'll, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just, um, yeah, no, I wish I could help you with that. I'll look, I'll look for an email or something later and I'll see if I can let you know of anything, but yeah, I do need, yeah, I do need you. you. I also need to ask you something and it is not a question, it is a favor. Um, when you're in Chicago, I need you to get Shinju sushi. For who? For you, because I need it to still be open. I need oh, you to wait, 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 you want me to check? No, I just want you to, to order it every so often to help sustain oh, the restaurant. Oh, to support. I got you. I got you. Yeah. You want me to financially support the business? Yeah, I mean, so just like just like once back. a month. You know, like once a month or so. You know, like just keep it in mind. I'm just saying. But Jack, I, I, I've i never gone to Shinju alone. It's always like a social thing. Well, you could order it. You could order it. I can order it. But like I'm just going to eat it alone basically or what? I don't know. I thought you were, aren't you living in, are you living in an apartment with people? You don't got to say their names, but are, are you? I mean, yes, but 
no, no, no one from the Shinju group. Mm. You know what I mean? So well, if you go so over, like, no if you go over, to, if you go over to my apartment, I promise you, there's somebody there who will uh, order it with you. So okay. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay, okay. I think you know who I'm talking about. I, I'm not sure. I think I know. I think, I think I so. Know. I think so. Yeah. yeah, but eventually we gotta we have um a Shinju date in the future, like That's when true. everything's back to normal. Like we're gonna have to That's hit true. up Shinju. For those of you who don't know, Shinju Sushi is the greatest <laughs> restaurant ever made. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, it is my favorite restaurant, though. It is uh, in Chicago. In Chicago. I would say it is my favorite restaurant. That's such a bold claim. But well, I don't, it's not a bold claim because it's just opinion. I mean, I don't go to that many restaurants downtown. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's your favorite. You said it's your favorite. Yeah, it's my but, favorite. I'm not going to say it's the best, but it's like it is my favorite. And that, Okay, but still, that that's still impressive because, I mean, it's like, you know, a, a small place in Hyde Park. But oh, for sure. Yeah, no, the sushi's good. Quick plug to a Jack's YouTube channel, actually, true. because on there he reviews Shinju along with a few other That's true. Uh, MVD places that mm. I didn't really watch. But wow. Shinju received a very, very, very uh, good review. Yeah, yeah. I prank some uh, businesses I like by giving them overwhelmingly positive Google reviews in one of my recent YouTube videos. Um, yep. Selfish plug real quick. Y'all should go check out my YouTube channel. It's just my name, Jack Markowitz. Um, Markowitz, M-A-R-K-O-W-I-T-Z. Um, and please go check it out if you want. If you don't, I totally understand. Um, but but yeah, but, you, but I, I would recommend it. I think it's funny. It's very good. Jack is going viral or he's going to go viral very soon. So you're going to wish you joined the fan mm -hmm. club when, when you did. Um, right yeah. now, he, I don't know how many subscribers he's got, but it's it's about to go blow up. So yeah, right now I have like eleven on. subscribers. So if you want to be in the first twenty to jump on the bandwagon, you got to get on that. Yep, yep. It's a very prestigious club right now. Very elite. Yeah, um, but it's exclusive. Yeah, yeah. Good content. Good content. I recommend it. Yeah, it's all filmed vertically, just so everybody knows. It's it's. It's all filmed vertically. I feel that really adds a nice personal touch to it. Part, but you know, we 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 let it slide. We let it slide for the homies. For the homies, we let it slide. For the homies, yeah. Yeah. Damn. Damn. All right. How how is the YouTube going though? Like, how's the YouTube? You're posting. You're enjoying I'm, it. I'm, so I'm not like I post like. I mean, you know, because I message you when I post something. Um, mm -hmm. You and I. I mean, I know you'll appreciate my videos because you and I just have like the same sense of humor of that shit <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah so i'm like anytime i post a video i'm like oh brandon will love this but so i post whenever ideas come to me you know it's mm -hmm. like so if i like have an idea later that day i will post it and it's like yeah. I'll knock out a video in like 10 minutes or something post it like you know but like i'll think about it beforehand like think of like a loose script and so it's 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 good it's fun like i just get to make what like a video that i want to make and so right. it's nice i have like a couple of ideas right now that i'm probably going to make later tonight honestly so mm -hmm. it might be, i might post two videos in one day if, Ooh. if i'm feeling productive later we'll see we'll for see. a treat yeah maybe maybe like, we're not going to promise it cuz um we'll see we'll see but yeah so i mean it's like it's just kind of whenever like i have an idea mm -hmm. that i think is like actually funny i'm like yeah I'll post that's it. good yeah that's good it's your own thing you're not 
you're not worried about like meeting some sort of quota you're it's exactly. really just whenever an idea hits you and therefore you're able to like actually enjoy doing the channel exactly yeah it's like it's something that i want to do for me like i'm not you mm -hmm. know like i have 11 subscribers i'm not like oh i got a post for my for all my fans <laughs> like, let's be realistic here so I'm just like posting whenever I feel like posting, and that's pretty yeah. fun, like honestly. Yeah. 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 Right? No, I I see Philly. I'm like that must have been like a fun idea just to like kind of run with. Yeah. Um, I mean, right now though, I'm working on a different artistic project though. Ooh. Which is it's 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 in the you're not gonna believe this it's in the culinary arts. Oh my goodness. Yes, it's I can't it's, wait. it's it's gonna be a little bit so. Brandon and I were talking earlier in the in the quarantine, and I was working on perfecting the perfect burrito by there's a man by the name of Internet Shaquille, Internet Shaquille. Uh, who has an excellent video on how to make the perfect burrito at home. I would highly recommend it. I think Brandon, I don't want to speak for you, but I think you would also highly recommend it. I highly recommend that video, his channel, um, very succinct, brief um, culinary information. That's but nice. yeah, the, specifically the burrito one is like pretty crazy it's like restaurant quality burritos yeah and i've tried it and it works i promise y'all so you know he he's not sponsoring us but like internet shaquille if you're <laughs> listening like and you want to sponsor us like we're down Hit us up. like you don't even have to pay us we'll literally just do this again if you ask us. yeah yeah, yeah. just like a shout out on the video would be cool though yeah i mean a shout out would be cool but like we would also <laughs> just do it again like yeah that's true <laughs> yeah um but so basically so there's this um so i i work i finished my quest for the perfect burrito because i, I may i've been making pretty good burritos um mm -hmm. but now so there's this peruvian chicken place called crisp and juicy in my in my my hometown which first of all i love that name i love businesses that are just named like positive adjectives and it's just literally just two positive adjectives, like crisp and juicy. Like in Person Rec, Ron Swanson's construction company is very good construction co. <laughs> but so basically, yeah. like, they have this yellow sauce. And it's called yellow sauce. That is so unearthly good and so insane. And it's, peop it's so popular that they used to, you could just buy it. But now you have to buy, like, a quarter chicken to get, like, a large yellow sauce. Oh, wow. And so you can't I've buy it alone? Yeah, and so I've been trying to piece together what the recipe was for years. And by trying to piece together, I meant thinking about it for about 30 seconds after I eat it. Um, but <laughs> so basically, like, I decided the other day, I was like, I'm just going to look it up. Turns out this is, like, an iconic sauce from Peru. Like, and it's ají amarillo sauce, which is, like, yellow pepper for anybody who doesn't speak Spanish. Um, yellow oh. pepper. Um, and so I am now working on trying to recreate their sauce. Wow, that that's is quite a task. Yeah, that is. I found a couple of recipes online, and I've decided to give them a shot, and hopefully, it pans out. I guess you haven't made it yet. I I, I tried once last night. Um, I'm gonna be honest. Kind of uh, fucked it. It was not very good. Like, I did learn, I did learn how to close. It, it was similar in color, but the taste was far off. So I at least yeah. got the right color of peppers. Um, but then, because my, my dumbass, I was like, oh, ahi amarillo. That just means, like, the sauce is yellow and it's a pepper. But then it turns out the ahi amarillo is a pepper. It's a yellow chili pepper from uh, Peru. So today oh, I went wow. out, I bought some yellow pepper paste. And, uh, yeah, so 
I uh, I bought some ahi amarillo taste, and I'm gonna try again later tonight, probably. That's a cool project. Yeah, um, I'm excited. You're sure it's the same sauce used at the crispy chicken place? I'm like, I mean, I don't know yet, but like, either way, it's gonna be fun to try. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And no, then, I was just thinking you could do some sort of like Mission Impossible sort of like undercover like snooping and try to attain that recipe like maybe you have someone on the inside mm. or you get a package of their sauce and then like chemically you know um True. um you know dissect it or whatever True, or but also i don't want to i don't want to steal it i want to i want to do it on my own that's true that's true it's about the i want to make it dishonestly but I, there's also another sauce i'm trying to recreate it's called and this is going to sound weird to you because it is literally only a thing this is weird. It Tex-Mex restaurants in southeastern Virginia, and it's called well, it used to be. It's called White Sauce, and it was nobody knows where it comes from. There are there actually no, there I think they know there like different stories about where it originated, but it's generally accepted that it came from this one restaurant called El Toro in um, Virginia Beach, and so it's mm-hmm. to like every restaurant in that area, in like the Virginia Beach area. And so, but it's, it's just in that area and like on like the Eastern shore of Virginia. And like, it's, it comes out basically with like the bucket, the basket of chips that you get at the beginning of the meal. And so it's so good. And so I'm going to be trying to make that after I finish up with this one. So you got a yellow sauce and then a white sauce afterwards. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it turns out apparently the white sauce has actually some relatives of like the family of the, like the person who like owned the original restaurant tried the sauce and brought it back to mexico so it's now exists in mexico as well oh that's so cool like um yeah. like like the sauce sort of like had a revival yeah exactly that's but, cool yeah yeah not quite a revival but more they were just spreading the word yeah 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 it's interesting to think about like recipes as like a form of culture that mm-hmm. could die like with cultures so like it's 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 interesting to think about like preserving recipes as a way of preserving culture. Yeah, that is true. Uh, that is true. Yeah. Damn. So you're gonna you're gonna be working on some sauces. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be doing my best. I'm gonna be giving it a shot. Stuffing it up. Yeah, and will those go on the YouTube channel? Once I have the recipe down, I might I might actually do it. Yeah. But yeah. also, I don't want to like steal these secrets and then make them public. You know? That's true. That's true. That's, that's something important. To so I don't want to like, I don't know, like I have mixed feelings about it. Like I know there's like, I have 11 subscribers, but also I would feel bad taking this restaurant secret, which I mean, it isn't a secret technically because I found a recipe online for a similar sauce, but still like, I don't know. I would, I would not feel good about it. Yeah, that's true. That's true. To like popularize something that's already been like, like already have its own place yeah um, it would be somewhat of like you know like the white sauce i don't know because it origin it did originate in america but like with the yellow sauce it would be somewhat of like personal appropriation for me to like yeah per- peru yeah for uh, like yeah like for me to go on there and like act like oh this is a great sauce recipe like i would need to have pretty explicit yeah. stuff stating, like i didn't make this recipe this is from peru like fair enough fair enough you know but, but how yeah. about how about you you perfect that recipe and and try to make some for when we're all back oh i mean definitely good. i mean 100 percent, i will be 
Sweet. Yeah, bro. You know that's all. That's what sauce is all about. It's about sharing. That's true. That's true. It's it's yeah. the social, the social event almost. Yeah, exactly. Um. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. I can't wait to go back to Chicago. Try some, some food. Um, yeah, there's this one place actually in Hyde Park that I'm not sure, but it's um. What is it, Uncle, Uncle Joe's Jerk Shack? I think. Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah, I think I've heard. Um, of it. I know what I know what I, I discovered last summer. Mm. That stuff is good. Um, yeah. I I think I I think I even told you about about this place last summer. Maybe mm. I don't know, but um, yeah, no. I if you're gonna plug Shinju, I'm gonna plug this place out on Fifty First Hyde Park yeah. Boulevard. There, I um, mean, yeah. Uncle Joe's Jerk Chicken. Man, I I never heard of jerk before. It's the Jamaican spice. Oh, you never heard of jerk like jerk chicken? I've never heard of it. Never heard of it until last summer. And like, it's such a unique flavoring. I've never had it before. And they give it to you with like a side of coleslaw or something. But yeah, good stuff. Um, just like a like like on that side, it just looks very plain looking. Like I just walk past it, but. Um, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be making a stop there as well when I when I land in Chicago. Dude, that's some of the best places. Like, yeah, the places that really don't look like much on the outside. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I'm convinced. Like, like when you think of iconic New York pizza, and like as much as I don't want to validate anyone from New York in any way, like <laughs> um, when you think of a New York pizza place, like you don't think of like a high class like you know like a five-star restaurant you think oh, like no. of a greasy corner shop where they're selling good ass pizza 99 cent pizza exactly. I mean, that was the best pizza i had in new york when i went it was like i was just walking i smelled pizza i walked into just a random 99 cent like thing there's like no seating no chairs you go in like and you just buy a greasy slice and it's good. It's hot. It's ready. I mean, it's cheap. Uh, yeah. I can't complain at all. I mean, that's just yeah. New York. That's just like the cultural experience in New York. Yeah, no, literally. Like, like, so like, it's the same way with everything. Like, like, and I'm not trying to put down fancy restaurants, like y'all putting in work fair enough, but like some of those places that just do not look like anything from the outside, you go in and you just get some of the best food you ever had. There's a show. Yeah. Have you ever heard? So the rapper Action Bronson um, has a show on Hulu. And I don't know if it's available other places, but I've just seen it on Hulu called Fuck That's Delicious. And it's basically just like if, if you and I had a culinary show, had a food show, it's basically mm-hmm. just them going to like different spots in different cities where they're, where they're touring and like just eating the food. Wow, it's called Fuck That's Delicious. It's called yeah, it's called Fuck That's Delicious, and it's it, I think it's produced by Vice, and it is okay. It's 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 like a really good watch. I think the episode's only like fifteen minutes. It's a really good watch if you're just like sitting around doing you know nothing. It's it's I I, you know, it's not like it's definitely not the kind of show you sit down and watch with the family, but it's like a really, it's really <laughs> you know. Yeah, like it almost watches as like a YouTube video about like yeah, food. and I'm guessing just from the vibe you described, they don't go to like Michelin star restaurants. So they do sometimes, but it's still like Action Bronson and like 
his his boys so it's just like very they're very casual about it but like Mm -hmm. they really the show really shines when they go to like hole in the wall places that's when the show really like the personality comes through you know because they're really really interacting with everyone in the store like they're having a good time they're like chilling Mm -hmm. or something like it it, it, i i would highly recommend it i i think it's a very very fun show like you can tell it's a very like they're just like kind of recording what they're doing Mm -hmm. you know like they're not really like making an effort or anything they're like they would do this anyway and they're just a camera with them yeah that's dope yeah i'll add it to the the summer list of of things i plan on or at least hope to to check out over the summer there you go um do a dive into that yeah yeah but yeah right you have you been watching any uh shows recently um no but um i have a informal like mental list of shows that i plan on starting eventually whenever that is um but like i i i'm kind of blanking right now on my mental list to be honest um I want to watch this show on Netflix called Cooked. Um, mm. It's about, it's like, hosted by Michael Bullock's, or like from what I read about the description, like about food. Like, it's by, by who? Like, hosted by who again? Michael Pollan. Um, it's called Cooked. And okay. yeah, no, um, I, it was recommended to me by my environmental professor. Um, and it's about like, um, just like how food is made in different areas, I think, mm. and like the sort of like cultural significance behind it. So that's on the list. Um, oh, okay. Like right now, I still need to finish one show that I've been working on. It's called Cowboy Bebop. Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah. Anyone knows? Yeah, great. It's it's very like a very old time anime. Right. They're not old, but like it's not. It's like from the nineties, I think. Um, very cool, like jazz influence within the film. Mm. It's it's a very interesting idea. The voice acting in the English dub is actually great, which oh. is rare for an anime. Um, the well, yeah, the anime. You heard, it, you heard it here straight from a weeb. So yeah, straight straight from a like I I watch anime all the time, and I I'm usually the type that like will get mad if you say you watch something dubbed, but. Oh, you're Cowboy a gatekeeper Bebop. about it. Oh, come I'm, on! I'm, I'm that guy. I'm sorry. You gotta Brian. let people. You gotta let people enjoy what they like. No. Well, yes, but they're enjoying it correctly, and that ruins. Well, they're like, not letting like, them enjoy what they like. Then, like, you're not enjoying it the right way. <laughs> um, I'm gonna start just purposefully enjoying things the wrong way around you. I'm gonna start eating my bananas from the middle around you. That's gonna. That that will actually like trigger me a little bit. Like, oh, or, like, well, that's the idea. Yeah. If you eat a banana without peeling it, that would make me upset. Well, I'm not, I'm gonna peel it first. <laughs> okay. I'm just gonna I, like tear it into two halves and eat one of them first. Why would you do that, Jack? Why, would you, why wouldn't? What world? Like literally just to piss you off. Why? Just to piss you off. Some people just want to see the world burn, and I I think maybe you, you might be one of those people. Like just do things correctly. Eat a banana normally. Well, I was gonna until I found out it bothered you. 
Um, you know, actually, no, it doesn't bother me. So oh, oh okay, okay, go big ahead. man. All right, all right, big man. <laughs> go all right, it. all right, pal. Whatever you say. All right, then I'll just do it, and it won't bother you, right? All right, cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. So actually, right. I want you to do it. it would oh, good. Oh, well, then, well, then I would be, I would be doing you a disservice if I didn't do it. So I thought you wanted to bother me, though. Well, but I mean, if you were requested, it would be impolite of me not to do it, right? All right. Yeah. All right, all right. I'm not playing these mind games. Well, is you that because you're losing? Yes, yes, yes. Is that what you wanted to hear? <laughs> uh, Publicly, I mean, it's nice to hear. Um, beat me on a on a on a platform where millions are listening right now. Yeah, yeah. Our millions of fans are gonna hear you get destroyed. Destroyed. Liberal snowflake gets destroyed <laughs> by fact and logic. <laughs> Dude, oh my god. Have you ever seen the video where Ben Shapiro like walked off a BBC interview? No. What? It's hilarious. This this dude, Andrew Neal, who I, I, I looked him up after I watched the video, and he's actually like like in the conservative party, like he was like the head of the conservative like students group at his college or something like but he's a conservative guy. And so Ben Shapiro like goes on his show and is he's at Andrew Neal is asking him about things that are just in his book and Ben Shapiro gets angry and eventually just like leaves the interview and accuses what? and accuses him he of having a liberal, and accuses him of having like a liberal bias when he's like this super conservative guy and it's like bruh like, my guy Ben Shap- on his own book on his, he was literally getting asked about quotes in his book and he left okay and I'm he walked you. off he like he, he walked off <laughs> I'm going to have to watch do you yeah, watch ben- Ben Shapiro's um, a quirky guy. I, yeah, that's, I, that's one way to say it. I, I have no other way to say it. You know, I don't know which way um, our audience leans. So in order to be a mass, what is it, mass appeal? I'm just yeah, going to take the, the centrist, uh, unpolitical. Um, yeah, no, cool, interesting guy. Interesting guy, that Ben Shapiro. Mm, definitely interesting. <laughs> not, his, not, the, yeah. not the stuff he says. Just him as a person. Him himself. Like, interesting. <laughs> and what like, he does. Facts and logic. I want to know the motivation behind... Why Why do you post a video in all caps saying, liberal yeah. Nazi destroyed by facts and logic by Ben Shapiro? Like... Yeah, yeah. Have you really? seen... Like... I mean, you've seen the Instagram memes where it's like, hypothetically, like, there's some really good, uh, like, voice impersonations of Ben Shapiro. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've seen, like, a lot of memes about him. He's, like, super memeable. Yeah, he's super memeable. I mean, I mean, I mean yeah. Like, having Enough that, really. Like... <laughs> yeah. No, the man, I, I don't know. He's, he's a weird, weird career. Weird, like, all things considered a weird, like, just, like, his rise to fame has just been weird. Yeah, yeah. And I don't, yeah. I don't fully understand it. It's the same way that, like, I, I know why people follow him, and I know why they find him appealing, but mm-hmm. I don't get it. I don't, I don't, I don't see it at all. It's the same thing with Elon Musk. Yeah. Like, yes. I get why people on like think that he's a genius and think that he's this big shot, you know. And like, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna take away the man's achievement, you know, but like he just like he's all he's all surface mm-hmm. 
Like, he has a really good PR team, and that's about yeah. it. I mean, he's – I think for a lot of people, he's their Tony Stark. Yeah. And he's sort of, like, like this god that, like mm. – and the fact that he, like, was on PewDiePie and does memes, yeah. like, makes people, like – like, he knows what he's doing. Now his image is, like, oh, my God, like, Elon Musk is like us. He makes memes. And like you know, oh, he but, knows. Yeah, yeah. You know, he knows exactly what he's doing. But yeah, he's 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 working on a on a on a mission back home. I think to Mars. I mean, I hope. I just think my biggest problem with him is that, and all the other billionaires like him, you know, there's just so much they could do, and they don't. Yeah, and yeah, it's like, bruh. But I think I think Jeff Bezos, and I, I'm I'm gonna steal a little bit of this from something I saw online. I'm gonna steal ha- most of it from something I saw online. Um, <laughs> he is the perfect billionaire because he makes no effort to seem like good PR. True. Wait. Like, like he hasn't done any like charities or founded any foundations. Yeah. Like what? Like. Name one thing he's done to not seem like like just just a billionaire. Huh. That's that's interesting. It is it's astounding. Like, like he's not even gonna try like 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 when billionaires do that, like it's usually like not like it's mostly surface level PR anyway. Yeah. Like he's it's not like even doing them. that. Yeah. Like some of them, you know, have tried. Like, like Bill, Bill, and Mil- Bill Gates, to his credit, and and I, and I guess Bill and Melinda Gates, um, you know, they 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 do a lot of work, you know. But and and Elon Musk has his, you know, he did the meme review, and he has his like PR team working around the clock to make sure he seems cool to fourteen year old fanboys, mm-hmm. um, you know. And and it, it's just like Jeff Bezos does like none of that, and wow. it's just like yeah, I'm like really rich. And like I don't do anything with it. What about it? Yeah, he knows. He knows nothing's gonna happen anyway. Oh yeah, like he knows, but he, he doesn't just, need to. Yeah, and I, I mean, and he's almost a trillionaire. Yeah, it, it's it's astounding to me. Like, and we're getting a bit political here, but like, so be it. You know, and I mean, I think if this is political to you, I think you, know, you have a <laughs> value system a little bit. But like, fair, I mean, maybe that's an extreme statement, but like. I think if, if the discussion of people having like that much money and not doing anything with it is like a political issue, then like, really, like, like, look at what, look at how much money they have, like, really. Um, but it's like, yeah. it's astounding to me that somebody could have even a billion dollars. Like that is an, I would pay $10 and I'm stealing this from a John Mulaney bit, you know, like I'm a thief, but I'm an honest one. Um, you know, he said like, I think John Mulaney said like, I would pay $10 to see a billion dollars. And it's true. Like, I would give money to see that much money in one place. Legitimately. Yeah. Yeah, and, and to be honest, it's like, after a certain point, you actually can't even use that much money. Like Exactly. Like, you don't... will never use a billion dollars. Like yeah. No matter what kind of lifestyle you're living, like it's gonna go into investments or savings, but it's not it's not gonna be used immediately. You're not you don't need it. 
Yeah. Um, like if I gave, if I gave anybody a trillion dollars and said, can you spend this in the next hundred years? You would be like, no, like what, what do I do? Yeah. Like, like, yeah. like realistically, unless obviously if you're just trying to spend as much of it as possible, you could find a way, but like if you're trying to spend as much as possible from it and still get like happiness from what you bought, like you couldn't. Yeah. There's just, there's just no way. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, that's true. And there's this one thing where it's like, um, this one, ex like thought experiment or whatever, where it's like, if you made like, um, what, like an hourly wage, like just the average hourly wage, um, starting in like, I don't know, prehistoric times or something. And you just kept making that money you would still not be as rich as Jeff Bezos is today, even if you lived from like the start of history to now or something like that. It's like, it's, it's honestly like, it is, I can't even conceptualize a trillion dollars. And he's mm -hmm. about, like, I legitimately, I know he's not about to have like a big pile of money at his house, but like, even so, I'm just trying to conceptualize the idea of a, a trillion dollars. Mm -hmm. And like, I can't think of that much money. Yeah. Like I'm the, my fa There's only one good billionaire. There's only one good billionaire who I think should be a billionaire or who? a trillionaire, I guess. I don't know. And that is Scrooge McDuck. Oh my God. <laughs> because when he got all of his money, first of all, he converted it all to coins and went swimming in it. Mm -hmm. So he was clearly getting happiness out of it. Facts, facts. And if Jeff Bezos isn't swimming in his money, then we need to take some of it. All right. But if he's doing that, we can maybe make an exception. Yeah. I mean, he he had a divorce, right? And like, yeah, just through the divorce alone, his wife became like the richest, you know, richest woman or something like that. Yeah. Like, and that literally I, also like shows you how much money he has that like. He gave up $95 billion or something in the divorce, and it, like, barely affected him. Yeah, yeah. Like, like imagine, uh, yeah, imagine if you, you got told tomorrow, hey, you owe this person <laughs> $95 billion. I mean, I can't conceptualize that. Right, right? Like, 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 you're, the rest of your life would just be making that up. Yeah. Well, and he I mean, basically was like. It would be, the, like, the rest of my life. And then my child's life. Yeah. And then their child's life, probably for a few generations. And he was basically just like, all right, pull up Venmo. Let's do this. <laughs> pull up Venmo. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, what I mean, though. you know what I mean, though. Yeah, yeah. I, maybe he does use Venmo. Who knows? Maybe. Bro, do, do they own that? Jeff is like the guy to remind you, like, you own $5 when he let you, like, some money the other day dude no no when you lend you like some money in fifth grade yeah he's like yo like, like, like yeah you still owe me that five dollars yeah he's like hey you bet me i couldn't eat a bug when i was in like the second grade and i did so you owe me ten dollars i mean that's why he's so rich probably this jeff bezos eating mad bugs bro that scheme wait what no, I'm just kidding. No, he's just been oh. eating. He's just been eating bugs in ten dollar dares his whole life. That's how he. That's money. how he does it. 
Dude, I figured it out. <laughs> we could be the next Jeff Bezos. I think the plural is Bezai. But Bezai, the plural of Bezos is Bezai? I think so. I think so. I'm not sure. I mean, the plural of Markowitz is Markowai. So I think I think Markowai. Limerie, Limerai. Yeah. That's interesting. I did not know that. I learned something today. Uh, yeah, especially, I mean, it's good that you're learning made up things. That's really. Yeah. That's yeah. I mean, it's important, it's important to learn about 50 50 between real facts and made up facts. I think, I think, I think that's, that's true. I think that's true. Um, but yeah. Yeah. So rich I would, people. Yeah. Moving on slightly related to rich people. I was watching a video today about fire festival. And I know that's kind of old news at this point. Like, that's really old news. But, like, I still can't get over it. Like, it's legitimately <laughs> insane. Just, like, that they were just promising all of these things. And they had none of it. Yeah. Like, that's wild. The amount of confidence to do that. If it weren't so scummy, I would be impressed. Really? Honestly. I, I mean, I mean. To have, like, if it weren't so, I, I am almost impressed by the ability to just bold-faced, like, impressed in the worst way. But, like, like you know, it's, like, impressed by their ability to just bold-faced lie to everyone who bought a ticket that things were going to be there that weren't there. Yeah. I mean, yeah, and tickets were not cheap. Tickets were not. Well, so the video actually said apparently people bought, like, the early bird tickets were, like, $500, which is not cheap. But, like, mm-hmm. the general information spreading around the internet was that it was, like, $12,000 minimum. I mean, you still got to get there, even if you pay for the $500 one, right? Right, right, exactly. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. But that's the thing, like, a lot of the attendees were that's – that's one of the things the video actually talked about was that, like, they didn't make the ticket price nearly high enough for what they were trying to do. Mm, and I'm I not see. saying – I'm not saying, you know, like, they should have extorted people, but, like, if you're going to do this, you need to raise money. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, somehow. Like if, if, if the, if the, if United center where like, you know, um, for those of you that don't know, that's where the bulls play. And like, uh, I think the, no, I think just the bulls, like if they started giving, selling tickets for a dollar, they would not be able to sustain themselves. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. if you're going to promise all of this expensive stuff in like the Bahamas, <laughs> Like yeah. you need to make that happen one way or another. Yeah. Yeah. It was not, it sounds like, like what a kid would dream up of and exactly. talk about, but like, like, like it's just talk. Like it would, it would never yeah. actually manifest. It's like, it's like, like, it's like Macaulay Culkin in Home Alone 2 when he gets into the limousine and he has the pizza in his hands. Yes. That's like it's like that's every kid's fantasy. Like being mm-hmm. a limousine with a big ass pizza. Like that that's yeah. that's what you want as a kid. So like as a kid, like like you know, like without when you don't really realize what, what money costs, like yeah, exactly. It's like that's like your fantasy, like you know, just like mm-hmm. being there. But like it's just like it's 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 honestly the whole thing is crazy. Yeah. And there's yeah. been so many other like you know, Fire Festival was not necessarily a convention, but there have been so many other failed conventions. Like there was, you know, did you hear about like TanaCon? Tanamongoose. Tanamongoose, where she had her whole thing. And it's, and then like, you hear about, do you hear about, this is probably my favorite one is FusiCon or 
Yeah, something like that. Oh my gosh. Yes, we, we know the same things because I I learned about Tamicon and I learned about Pussycon where he wanted to get Drake to come yeah. and people were like, oh, like people all over the world, I think, like like got tickets or like, oh my God, like we're going to see Drake. He did, Yeah, well, he, yeah, that's the thing. And it's just Fousey Tube yelling on the top of a car or something. Yeah. And well, he didn't want to Drake. want Drake to come. He said Drake was going to be there. And at one point, he was like, "Drake, I I need you there." Like I think he said, "Like I need your energy." And it's like, <laughs> Drake. And it's like it's like Fousey, Like, yeah, obviously. Like, oh, like it's like if I had been like before my bar mitzvah, like yo, my bar mitzvah was going to be the greatest bar mitzvah ever. But I just need like. John Lennon and George Harrison to come back from the dead and then like the Beatles play a re- reunion concert. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah, it's like exactly. yeah, obviously if Drake is there it's going to be, you know, sick, but like if that's not happening, it's not going to be. Then, like, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah, that like yeah, like yeah, conventions but, don't work in like it has to work in practice or else Yeah, you can't put yeah, you, say, you, like, you just, like man, if Drake yeah. were here, this would be amazing because that means nothing to the people that like went paid and then just got like a lame show yeah it's like it's the epitome of putting the cart before the horse Mm, yeah it's like don't organize a convention until you know you can get artists but no here's the thing so the the standing on the car i mean that was only after somebody had called a bomb third in Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know and so like originally they were at like i think they were at the greek theater in los angeles which, like, I don't know anything, but I'm pretty sure, like, that's an iconic, like, that's a nice, like, historic venue or, like, something like that. And I, uh-huh. I, all of this I have learned from H3's podcast um, that he made about this. But basically, like, and I'm not going to, I'm not going to peddle any conspiracy theories. I'm not going to say anything. But what people, you know, at H3 basically pointed out and what, what, what people on the internet have said, and I'm, I'm, I, I don't think, I don't think that Fousey would do this. I don't think it's, I, I personally, I, I think it's plausible, but I don't think, I don't, I realistically, I don't think it happened. Basically they're saying if a bomb threat gets called in, Fousey can say, cause there were like 250 people there. Fousey can say, Oh, there was a bomb threat. Like that's why people didn't come. Oh, so that's, that's the theory. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to take a side here. You know, I'm not going to say whether or not I agree with it. I think as far as plausibility, I think it's one of the more plausible theories about these scam conventions, which I guess he didn't necessarily scam people because it was free. But it's mm-hmm. it's an interesting, I think it's an interesting theory. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. I mean, definitely, I mean, a possible theory, I guess. I think, yeah, I think it, you could def. I could definitely see the point they're making, you know. Mhm, mhm. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I guess, I guess after these experiences, you won't catch me um, um, going to any conventions hosted by YouTube. Yeah, I mean, I think, me. I think the key is just to avoid the first one. <laughs> avoid, avoid the first one they do. Yeah, I mean, I think, I think it's just like. With the convention, like, you really, I mean, I think, like, it's a bigger responsibility than a lot of people realize. Like, I think even I, like, looking at Tanacon and Fujicon, I was like, oh, I could, I could probably do a better job than that. But, like, it's a mm. lot. Like, if you're, 
if you're organizing even the shittiest of conventions, mm-hmm. let's say you're organizing the convention for like heavy metal fans that own 16 cats and like knitting, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you're going to be like organizing a convention for like two, at least a thousand people, probably assuming you want to yeah. have a successful convention. Like that's still a lot to organize. Yeah. Cause if you but think the difference about is you know, that's a lot to organize and you're yeah. self-aware. Like, I think what they didn't think about was that, and I think Fusi, I guess he didn't necessarily have a convention. He more just had an event, I guess. So mm-hmm. I don't know if that makes it better or worse. Cause on the one hand, it's like, he didn't like steal people's entire weekend plans, but then also like it should have been easier to organize. Um, yeah. But I, I think what, what you don't realize, what Tana maybe didn't realize is that you have to have something for everybody to, to be doing at pretty much any time. Mm-hmm. like if your convention is open from 9 a.m to 9 p.m let's say and that's generous because i feel like most conventions you probably have stuff at least until like 11 p.m yeah yeah easily like at least a con- yeah so i mean if you think about it you have five thousand people there let's say 500 of them or at any given time let's be generous and say a thousand that are going to be in their room you know just yeah. chilling you have to have entertainment for four thousand people yeah and like if you don't you have screwed yourself yeah and and more importantly you've screwed all of those people yeah yeah and like like are there are there ways of refunds like i don't know what i know what happened with fire festival i don't know how it worked with like fusi tube or well okay so fusi tube because the event so the event itself was free Mm -hmm. so there were no refunds to be given out so that one i think is but because people did like fly from like other places to see drake it was still problematic but like they have no standing over fusi as far as refunds goes yeah because he can say like oh you paid for the ticket you didn't pay for my that's not my event yeah yeah but with i don't know what the end result was with tana but i believe refunds were promised as far as whether or not they went out, I'm dubious. I mean, I'll check right now. You guys might hear some clicky clacky real quick. But <laughs> let's look it up. Okay. Let's see this. Here we go. Here we go. This is in 2018, inverse.com. Attendees of TanaCon, the YouTube convention started by Tana Mon. Is it Mon, Mon- Mojo? Mongo? How do you say it? I think it's Mojo. Mojo. Obviously, it's definitely there, not there, Mongo. There's no, there's no wrong way to say it. There's no wrong, that's true. It's definitely not Mongo, but I'm going to go with Mongo. Um, go for it. That descended into fire festival levels of chaos on June 26th. So now I got a crossover episode. Are Ooh. finally receiving refunds for the canceled event, but some customers are still talking about a potential class action lawsuit. Nice. I mean, fair. I mean, fire festival. Ha- faced a lot of lawsuits right yeah so i mean let's see like yeah fire festival well fire festival was outright like fraud (laughs) yeah like that was outright like i think i think and i think the guy billy mcfarland i think he did go to jail yeah he pleaded guilty i think yeah which like good (laughs) yeah i guess but yeah so let's see so 
let's see. Da, 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 da. I'm trying to find this. So, I mean, one of the things is like people had to file refund claims with the Good Times Entertainment, which is like bullshit. Like, oh, you had to file a claim. There's no reason for that. Like, I'm huh. sorry, but they should have just given refunds. Yeah, why? Why would you have to like do another step in order to get money that you should have back anyway? Yeah, exactly. And then let me look up. Yeah, so I think I think they should have just given refunds, but I I don't think they have. And then fire festival. So I'm looking up fire festival refunds. Okay, so this is January twenty second, twenty nineteen. Um, this is EliteDaily.com. So I mean, this is not like. Encyclopedia Britannica, you know, so let's not like, so I'm not, I'm not going to say this is, you know, scientifically researched, but I'm going to trust it here. Um, so it says the Firefest organizers promised refunds shortly after the event went south, but Market Watch reported that refunds have not been widely issued at the time of Netflix's Fire Doc release. The report Ooh. states that one attendee was able to get a refund by disputing charges with his credit card company. So, oh shoot. Okay, the other problem. So, okay, so that's obviously that's that's screwed up, which like you know, if people did not get refunds for that, that's messed up. Um they should have gotten refunds. They should like I hate this idea where like for every bad event you have to like file a claim. Like I get it, so it's for organizing purposes, but it's also like why does it then fall upon the consumer, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like it's the same way like like companies will release like fucking beta beta versions of game as the full game and then it's on the consumer to not buy it like no it's it the companies need to not make terrible games or at <laughs> yeah, least yeah. not knowing you can make a terrible game as long as you legitimately think it's a good game but if you release a half-made game and plan on just improving it over time that is messed up yeah like you that should be free then or something yeah and i agree that consumers shouldn't ex accept that but the responsibility should not fall on the consumer side of that chain Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I agree. Here's the worst problem. Here's the other one. Um the the workers from the Bahamas apparently were not um reimbursed. Whoa. Which is for like the way people worse. that helped set up. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Which is way worse. Because you know, the people who the people who went to the event, you know, I feel bad for for them. You know, maybe maybe not maybe not all of them. Like, if you were in the private villa, obviously you did fine that weekend. I think there might have been like one or two. I don't know. Um, but like that's those people's like home, you know. Yeah, and I can't imagine yeah, the impact it had on the environment there. I can't imagine the impact it had on the locals there. I can't imagine the impact it had on the economy there. Yeah, apparently it was like horrible because like they just had like sure. tents, trash, porta potties everywhere. Oh yeah, I'm sure they were counting on the boost. Yeah, yeah, really. That's true. And and they just didn't get it. I mean, like it's just. It's, I mean, it's, and meanwhile, the the actual like people that paid for the event just went back home. And, like, yeah. if you could afford Fire Festival, like, you're probably, like, fine. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, probably, yeah. Not everybody, but yeah. But there were people, even on the way home, it was terrible. Because, like, 
they like locked them in this room in the airport. A girl fainted. Like oh wow. Because they they didn't have much food there. And then like the uh employees basically after a little bit people started to get annoyed so the employees started giving out alcohol. Oh my god. Which really? first of all, yeah, first of all it just makes you hungrier and thirstier. Wow. Second of all, it makes you just more prone to bad decisions. Um, yeah. And if you bought a ticket to Fire Festival, you're obviously already very prone to bad decisions. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but, and then, like, it then, like, just the next morning when everybody went back, they were both, like, dehydrated and hungover. That's funny. I did not know that. Yeah. And, and do you want to hear strategy? I I don't know what the what the goal was with it. I don't. I have... I have like, no idea. If if anybody, so anybody who's listening, uh, if you look up Internet Historian Fire Festival, uh, Internet Historian is a YouTube channel. Look it up on YouTube. He made a great video about it. And it's about twenty minutes long. It's very detailed. Not not. I mean, it's twenty minutes long, so it's only so detailed, but it's it's really good. I would highly recommend it. The one mm-hmm. thing he talks about, and I don't want to spoil the whole video. I don't want to ruin the whole video because I think you got, I think you, uh, I think you in particular, Brandon, I think you'd enjoy it. And I think you'd enjoy the rest of his channel. Um, but he talked about how the event was supposed to be cashless. So, you know, like Disney has their magic bands or whatever, like where like, you know, it's basically like you wear a bracelet and you can like tap things to your room. And so, yeah. Yeah. So it like, it's, it's your room key, but then it also like, if you tap it at a restaurant, you can charge something to your room. Mm-hmm. so basically it was like that kind of thing except fire festival as we have gathered uh is not does not have the same level of organization as walt disney company um so basically they're like oh yeah this cash list just bring the fire band like that's all you'll need to get stuff at the event um which meant that people did not bring enough money to like get a cab or like buy a flight home wow right that that was like set up to fail exactly like Every part of this event, just like whether or not it was intended to be, I'm sure at the beginning it was not intended to be a scam and it was not Mm -hmm. intending to screw people over, but every part of this event came together to screw the attendees and the locals. Yeah. Like, yeah. Because it's like on some remote island that you had to like take a, like a boat to anyway. Yeah. Like, and like, like to get to the boat, like you needed to fly to the Bahamas. Yeah, it was like very hard to access. Yeah, no, it, I mean, I think Fire Festival is, you know, I guess I guess in the apolitical realm of things, like mm-hmm. in the solely cultural realm of things, one of the most insane things to happen over the last five years. Oh yeah, yeah, like that's that that's. Like it's still talked about. Like it's, like oh yeah, yeah. Oh, but I do you want to know? I, I in in the uh, video, and I hate to keep spoiling it, but I I have to bring this up because it's it's just hilarious. They offered, so we were talking about refunds. Initially, they offered either refunds or are you ready for the worst offer you've ever received? Oh my god! You could what? go in and just like accept tickets to Fire Festival 2018. How many people actually did that? If anybody did it, they deserve. They, 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 I don't know. They deserve it. I mean, I hate it. I hate but, it. You know, sound mean, but I mean, yeah. Like, but can can, like, can you believe the audacity of those organizers being like, yeah, people will come back? 
Yeah. How was the 2018 one, though? It, did, it didn't happen. <laughs> Billy McFarlane went to jail before it could happen, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah. So, like, wow. there, there's, just, there's just no way. You know, there was just yeah. – as soon as those people saw those tents, it was not going to happen. Yeah, honestly. And, and yet they got, like, a lot of people to promote it. Well, yeah, like, I mean – Kendall before, Jenner. Yeah, she got like, um, yeah, quarter of a million for like the promotional picture. That's crazy. Like, I mean, that's, that's, that's allegedly. Like, that's allegedly. The power of money, I guess. Dude, like, yeah. like, you could just buy people's endorsements. They endorse yeah. it. And then the power of like a social influence. Yeah. Because like, you know, millions I mean, of people follow. Yeah. I mean, on the one hand, like, I don't necessarily know whether or not to put like, Obviously, I do put blame, but I don't know how much blame to put in the hand of those influencers. Because obviously, you know, like, mm-hmm. you're an influencer. That's your life, like, getting sponsored to promote things. So, you know, somebody mm-hmm. promises you, you know, let's say Kendall Jenner, for example. Somebody promises you 250000 You're like, all right, fine. Even, even for Kendall Jenner, who's, like, not self-made. They, they, was it Kylie Jenner they Forbes called self-made? Yeah, yeah, yeah that was that was fucking absurd. Um, but like, mm-hmm. even if you're Kendall Jenner, somebody promised you two fifty thousand to take a picture and put it on Instagram, you're gonna do it, you know? Yeah, like yeah. that's a pretty good deal for you. But also, like, mm-hmm. I they're not blameless, you know, because it's it is like you promoted this event. So yeah, you know, you so, should so, do your research a little bit. Yeah, so 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 on the one hand, I'm like, I get why they did it. Like, I would. You know, I can't say with confidence that I wouldn't do the same thing in their shoes. Mm-hmm. But also, like, as an influencer and as somebody with a platform, and I mean, I know as a massive, as someone with, like, you know, 11 YouTube followers, YouTube subscribers. Yeah, you're um, an influencer, too. Yeah. I mean, it's just, like, you do have to be aware of the ramifications of what you say online. Mm-hmm. Like, and whether or not, you know, you know, like, not getting into everything with, like, cancel culture or anything, but, like, but you need to be aware that like what you say does matter online. Mm-hmm. Like it is yeah. like, like, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. Honestly. I, 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 I don't know. It's uh, mm-hmm. it's a weird situation. All things, all, all in all fire festival. I, I would love to, I, I think I might watch the documentary again, honestly, later tonight. It's on Netflix. Well, there's one. Well, Netflix and Hulu. This is weird. They both made them at like the same time. Huh. Like they both made one, and they came out like. Let me look up the release dates of each of them. Cause like, I remember seeing them like. So. So Netflix just came out January 18th, 2019. Fire Festival. So Netflix is January 18th, 2019. Hulu, January 14th, 2019. Oh. Wow, yeah. that's, that's pretty close. Yeah. That's, yeah. But they're different. They're different things. Like they're different show documentaries. Yeah. So they're 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 independent documentaries, and one is made by Netflix, one is made by Hulu. 
Huh. So yeah, huh. and you seen both? I I I forget which one I've seen. I think I think I watched the Hulu one. I watched Fire Fraud. I watched the Hulu one. I don't know if I've I don't know if I've I think I watched the Netflix one in the House Lounge last year, and it was like pretty much the same as watching any movie in the House Lounge, which means you're not watching yeah. it. Last year or two years ago? Uh, I guess I guess two years ago now. Jeez. Uh, but yeah, I mean, so it's I'll probably watch the Netflix one later tonight. Honestly, it's a you know it's an interesting story, but it's it's also I don't want to just treat it as that because there what happened to the locals is really I mean really awful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. All right. I I don't want to end on on that sad note. <laughs> but I do think um, I mean we don't have necessarily a time limit this time. But I think I think I'm gonna go. Um, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Probably eat this burrito that's been sitting here this whole time. You haven't been eating it. Well, I didn't want to. I didn't want the our our wonderful listeners to hear the sound of me chewing the whole time. ASMR is is a big thing these days. Yeah, but I I, I think it has to complement the the video. Oh yeah. I think hearing us talk about fire festival and <laughs> chewing at the same time would not really be a cohesive. Yeah, yeah, they wouldn't really. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, I, I look forward to the to the YouTube um, uh, channel coming up though. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Or, or, you know, may, if not tonight, soon, soon. True, Sounds and like we and uh, yeah, and uh, before we go, we want to. I mean, I don't want to speak for Brandon, but I'm sure he feels the same way about this. We want to thank everybody who's listening. We do really appreciate it. Um, so thank all of you very much. Um, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. Just to um, piggyback off of that, cool. uh, you know, just to echo um, what Jack was saying. Um, yeah, this this program is made possible to viewers like you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much. And if you're, if you're still listening, which I'm, I'm dubious that anyone is, but if, if you are, um, <laughs> yeah. send, 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 send me a message uh, that says, there's fish in my pockets. And I'll explain why on the next episode where Ooh. we might have a special guest. I don't know. Ooh. You remember? It's the, one, it's the one we talked about a little bit ago. Um. Special guest. Remember fish when we in my pockets? Not, not, not the. Forget the fish in my pockets. That's that's just independent from this guest. Um, this guest. It's the person we were supposed to have on when we were supposed to record this. Initially. Oh, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. But of keep course. it on the DL. We don't want to spoil it. We don't want to spoil. Don't want to spoil. But yes, yes, spoil yes. It. All right. Um, hopefully, um, hopefully, hopefully they the agree to make it. Um, yeah, yeah, our esteemed, our esteemed visitor. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a wonderful day or a wonderful night wherever you are. And uh, goodbye. Peace. Peace.